Well, good morning, and welcome to another reading of the Bible. We're going to jump back into Acts chapter 7, verse 9, and we are going to look at Stephen, who's continuing to give his defense. He's been accused somewhat falsely, and he is giving his defense, but it's actually a history lesson in the history of Israel so that the leaders of Israel might be revealed in their own sin, that they might stop from this prideful, jealous acts that they're doing and actually evaluate that Jesus was the Messiah and that they have killed him and that they should in turn repent and turn to God, as it says many times throughout the book of Acts that we've already been reading. And so it starts off in verse 9, and reminder, he's talking about Abraham and all the things that happened through Abraham, and then he gets to Abraham's son Isaac, and then Isaac had Jacob, and then Jacob had, he had 12 sons, the patriarchs, okay, and that's, they have names, they're not just the patriarchs like Reuben, Gad, Simeon, uh, Levi, um, Joseph, Uh, they are all, Benjamin is the youngest, they have all these names, and so that's who the 12 patriarchs are. Okay, verse 9. These patriarchs were jealous of their brother Joseph, and so they sold him to be a slave in Egypt. Okay, Joseph had special abilities. This verse like really just sums up, there's a lot more to the story, but Joseph had the ability to see into the future. He had dreams and his visions would actually uh, come true. And so Joseph... Uh, his brothers were so jealous of him, in fact, and, and his dad loved Joseph slightly more than the rest, in fact. And they were so jealous of the fact that their God, that their uh, father loved Joseph more. And they were so jealous of his abilities and the things that he said that they decided, let's kill him. And they want to go kill him, but one of the brothers convinces him, hey, he's probably worth some money. Why don't we sell him instead of kill him? And so they sell him off to be a slave, essentially killing him. The father's distraught. I don't know that he ever fully recovered from the loss of his son. But it says this, continues in verse 9, But God was with him, that's Joseph, and rescued him from all his troubles. That is, again, a very simple sentence. Joseph rose up to power and then was thrown in prison falsely. And then he helped other people out of prison, and they forgot about him. And then he stayed in prison for years before he was ever used to do what this next verse says. So it sounds like it's very simple, but this is a lifetime of pain that Joseph has faced. Verse 10 continues, And God gave him favor before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. God also gave Joseph unusual wisdom, so that Pharaoh appointed him governor over all of Egypt and put him in charge of the palace. The wisdom that Joseph had was he foretold a great famine, and that all of the land would be in famine, and rather than everyone die, why don't we stockpile food during these uh, years of feet of where we have so much, the years of the bull market, if you will, and then when the, uh, when the famine comes, we'll be able to feed everyone in Egypt. And in fact, they had so much that they could feed everyone in the world. Verse 11, but famine came upon Egypt and Canaan. There was great misery and our ancestors ran out of food. That's, that's uh, Abraham, Jacob, you know, that's Jacob and his kids. They ran out of food. Verse 12, Jacob heard that there was still grain in Egypt, so he sent his sons, our ancestors, to buy some food. The second time they went, Joseph revealed his identities to his brothers. Now, imagine that you're those brothers who tried to kill your brother and then said, you know, you're not even worth killing. Let's just sell you into slavery. So they sold him into slavery, and now they're come before him and realize that he has the power to kill them. They fall at his feet and say, we're your servants. We're sorry. We repent. 
to which Joseph reaches down, picks up their hand and says, I'm your brother. Here's everything that I have. Look, I'm the king of, I'm the, I'm the ruler of all of these things. Let me give you everything. Let me introduce you to Pharaoh. Let me give you the best of the land. It says, then they were introduced to Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent for his father, Jacob, and all his relatives to come to Egypt, 75 persons in all. So Abraham has now become a descendant line of 75 people. So Jacob went to Egypt. He died there, as did our ancestors. Their bodies were taken to Shechem and buried in the tomb Abraham had bought for a certain price from Hamer's sons in Shechem. Do you see that the story is very, very representative of Jesus? It's representative of... Joseph is killed off by his brothers, essentially, and yet he uh, returns. Just like Jesus was rejected and killed by the people who were so jealous of him, he, they, he died, and yet he came back to life. And when he presented himself, everyone who accepted him was lavished gifts of the Holy Spirit. They were, they were given a right standing with God. They were invited into eternity with Jesus. And yet those who rejected him, well, they're eternity and their fate is not so sunny. It's not so rosy. And it even says, just to talk about fulfilling of the promise, that their bodies didn't even remain in Egypt, that Abraham's body was brought out just as the covenant and the promise proclaimed. And so everything that God promised Abraham is continuing to come true, despite the fact that it would appear that the route to get there was so wild and so unpredictable. So I want to pray for us this morning. God, you are a God who loves us unconditionally. And yet we are a people who become jealous of you. We want to be like you. We want to have power and control that you have. And instead you call us to follow. You call us to surrender. You call us to obey. And those are hard words and hard terms for us. And God, I pray that each one of us would have the courage to realize our own sin each and every day. God, that we'd have the courage to admit it to you, to repent from it, and to turn back towards you. God, we love you and we thank you for accepting us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.